0: Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Wednesday, August 14th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Investors were relieved on Tuesday after the Trump administration said it would delay some additional tariffs on Chinese imports. Violence continued yesterday between anti-government protesters and Hong Kong police. The long-awaited CBS Viacom deal has been struck, and Facebook shuts down the human review of audio chats. Plus, the FT's Tim Bradshaw and I talk about SoftBank's Second Vision Fund and how the Japanese group is looking to create what it's calling an ecosystem of companies. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Yesterday, news that the Trump administration was going to delay some additional tariffs on Chinese imports alleviated a good share of the market jitters of the past few days. The S&P 500 closed up nearly 1.5% on Tuesday, with tech and financial shares among the biggest winners. And the safe-haven assets of U.S. government debt, gold, and the Japanese yen sold off. Plus, China's renminbi rallied more than 1% against the dollar. Washington is planning to impose another 10% of tariffs on about $300 billion worth of Chinese imports. But U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer said that tariffs on items such as mobile phones, laptops, and video game consoles won't go into effect until December 15th. The move gave an immediate boost to shares in U.S. retailers. The prospect of increased tariffs had forced some outlets to consider whether to raise consumer prices or to take a hit on margins. Other tariffs will be removed from the list entirely, unquote, health safety, national security, and other factors. Violent clashes between protesters and police led to the cancellation of hundreds of flights at Hong Kong's international airport on Tuesday. Demonstrators had seized a man they accused of being a mainland Chinese police officer. Police responded by firing pepper spray and beating protesters with batons at the entrance to the departures hall. And as more officers appeared, protesters grabbed another man who they accused of also being an agent. In fact, mainland state media organization Global Times later claimed that second man was one of its journalists. Protesters have become more cautious of suspected infiltrators. A number of protesters were arrested by police dressed as marchers at demonstrations over the weekend. Shares in the territory's flagship airline Cathay Pacific have been hit this week following canceled flights. It's also facing pressure from China because some of its staff have been connected to the demonstrations. Beijing has also stepped up its threats against the protesters, saying they are showing, quote, signs of terrorism. If Beijing intervenes, analysts say it could be the end of the one-country, two-systems model. Fourteen years ago, media magnate Summer Redstone decided to break up Viacom and CBS, convinced that this would unlock untapped value in Viacom, which he founded. Viacom was airing some of TV's most popular shows, while CBS was considered a drag on the overall company. Now, with a deal years in the making, complete with family feuds and the fall of CBS's Les Moonves, both companies have agreed to reconvene in an all-stock merger. The Redstone family controls both through an investment vehicle. In light of mega-mergers such as Disney with Fox and AT&T with Time Warner, the deal between CBS and Viacom seemed, quote, a logical move, according to people close to the board. CBS and Viacom are looking to compete in an entertainment industry that has been upended by Netflix. The name of the new group will be ViacomCBS, It's expected to bring in a combined annual revenue of more than $28 billion. Sherry Redstone, Mr. Redstone's daughter and heir to the family business, will serve as chair of the newly formed company's board. And Facebook says it's stopping the human review of recorded voice messages. In a statement, Facebook said that its audio review practice was meant to improve products. This included the AI that would transcribe messages from people who allowed their audio shared in its Messenger app to be documented. A report from Bloomberg claimed Facebook had been using outside contractors to transcribe certain audio clips. Some of the staff at those third parties had heard, quote, vulgar content and were uncomfortable with the job. The company says that it had stopped the practice more than a week ago. Earlier this month, Apple and Google said they would pause the transcription of recordings made using their digital assistant apps. Facebook said on Tuesday that the audio snippets were masked so that the identity of the people speaking remained anonymous. It added that it had never listened to microphones without permission and explicit user agreement. And here's a closer look at a story you should know more about. SoftBank is looking to raise $108 billion for a second vision fund. And in doing so, the Japanese group is hoping to create what it's calling an ecosystem of companies, one that can collaborate to increase growth and its own returns. The FT's Tim Bradshaw has more on SoftBank's next endeavor.
1: So SoftBank's Vision Fund is the biggest tech investor that the world has ever seen. Its first fund was $100 billion, and it's already talking to backers about raising another $100 billion Vision Fund too. And what we reported is that it has created a operating team within the Vision Fund that is kind of an unusual hybrid between how private equity firms usually work when you take a whole stake in the company and buy it out and how venture capital usually works, which is when you take a minority stake like the Vision Fund is. And so you have dozens of SoftBank Vision Fund employees who are working with the different portfolio companies which range from Uber and DoorDash to self-driving cars and AI and a bunch of other e-commerce companies they are there to help them get ready to go public they're there to try and make them work better together so DoorDash might deliver groceries that are grown in the indoor farm that's run by Plenty, which is a startup in South San Francisco that's raised money from SoftBank. And they are also actually, in some cases, actually going to work for these portfolio companies. So very unusual for a VC to actually install full-time employees at its portfolio companies, but that's what SoftBank's
0: trying to do. So Tim, what's the clearest benefit of being part of the Vision Fund?
1: The biggest benefit of being a part of SoftBank's vision fund is that you get probably hundreds of millions of dollars from SoftBank to go and accelerate your growth. But the ambition that Masayoshi Son, the SoftBank founder, has for the Vision Fund is that this is a 300-year project that will lead the world into a brave new world of artificial intelligence. Uh, In the meantime, he wants to try and get all of these different companies across lots of different sectors of tech and all different parts of the world to work together so that the sum is greater than the individual parts. And It also, by the by, helps all of those companies grow faster and therefore improve SoftBank's returns. And that's a helpful thing to be talking about when you're out trying to raise another $108 billion from investors for the second Vision Fund.
0: You write about an unusual upcoming gathering in Los Angeles. What's that about?
1: One of the projects that the Vision Fund Operating Group is working on is a event in Los Angeles next month, which will be the first time that all of the CEOs from the Vision Fund are getting together in one place. And this is a private event, very much invite only. You have to have taken SoftBank's money to to get in there, but it will really be a quite a unique gathering of some of the biggest and fastest growing companies in tech right now.
0: You can read more on all of these stories at ft.com. Today, we're expecting second-quarter GDP data from Germany. The country's export-dependent manufacturing sector has been hit hard by the fall in global trade. And so, economists and markets will be watching this figure closely. And U.S. department store Macy's is set to report second-quarter earnings. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news.
1: Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., Copyright 2024.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus.